0: Hello, Lindsay and Bagel.
1: Hello, Moby.
0: Bagel, do you want to say hi?
1: hi. Thing. <laughs> yeah, you
2: did a good job.
0: Okay, so a few months ago, Lindsay and I tried something sort of unprecedented that we hadn't done before, which is we wrote a song from scratch. And it was daunting because who knew, maybe it would have been terrible, but it actually ended up not being terrible. And we really enjoyed writing this song from scratch. And based on the feedback we got, it seems like people really enjoyed listening to the creation of the song. So with that in mind, a couple months has passed, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna write a song from scratch, but this time it's going to be 100% based on your feedback. We're sort of going to go randomly into the email grab bag and pick an email. And based on that email, we're going to write a song in whatever genre is suggested to us.
1: Yes. We got a lot of responses and a lot of people asking for very similar things. So let me do a little email grab baggie. I'm going to do a little like swirly cue with this mouse and I'm going to find one. Okay. Are you ready? I'm not even looking. Okay. I'm just going to look at you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got one. Are you ready? Yep. It's from our friend Brandon. Oh, in Portland. Mm-hmm. Brando. Yep. And he said, of course, it's got to be country since Lindsay's from Texas and there should be slide guitar.
0: Okay. C- country. <laughs> so I don't know country music very well. You are from Texas. Am I, I don't want to be presumptuous, but am I correct in assuming that country music might sort of be in your cultural DNA?
1: Oh, yeah. Like you you scratch one layer and there's just a rootin' tootin' cowgirl <laughs> under there.
0: <laughs> okay, so then we're, so we're going to write a country song. Yeah. Okay, so a few years ago, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours who's also from Texas, mm-hmm. and I was saying like the only country that I knew was like really old-timey, like classic country, and this was adorable. She said, "Oh, you mean like the Dixie Chicks or Garth Brooks?" Wow. And I was like, "Well, no, I kind of mean like Buck Owens or Hank Williams like Yeah, yeah. country from the fifties. So I think the last country song I listened to was off of Hank Williams' greatest hits circa nineteen fifty something.
1: But that's the classics, man. That's a good piece of knowledge to have because it's that's the roots.
0: So if we start with that, but again like you're you're young and country is in your DNA. So like it is, I grew maybe up on you, Garth Brooks. Maybe you can help us start Dear the Country song. I mean, I I just, all I know is like a few Hank Williams songs, some Buck Owen songs, maybe some Charlie Pride, uh, maybe some Merle Haggard. Oh, and Chris Christofferson. So that's my country reference.
1: Well there's so many genres of country, especially now like there's like alternative country, there's Texas country, you've there's confu- more you've like confused me. Appalachian style, more honky tonk style, and then there's like a very progressive style. There's so many genres of country.
0: So lyrically you're going to be the one most likely coming up with the lyrics.
1: Yeah, well I see I, there's two things. Well, there's three things i know how to do well in my life one is fall in love the other one is be heartbroken and the third one is just having a lot of joy about cars and grass
0: and by the way, when you say grass, I think you're talking about actual like lawn grass.
1: Yeah, lawn, you know, the simple things in life, yeah. you know, like ketchup way, stains and baby laughs and shit like that. You know what I mean? But
0: I think that <laughs> what you just said, there are two things that can be like, there, there are three things I'm good at, falling in love and getting a broken heart. Like, oh, that's yeah. A, that's a pretty great start. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to go get the guitar and I'm going to start playing what I think of as country. And you can tell me if it's too old timey or not.
1: Okay, well maybe maybe I'll pull up some examples. We don't have to play them on the podcast, but like so you can hear kind of it's because it's very very simple. It's okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna
0: simple. get the guitar and I'm gonna start playing, and you can. I don't want to. He- I almost don't want to hear examples. I'd rather you tell me examples.
1: Okay, I'm not good at music language though.
0: I mean, it'll it'll be as simple as faster, slower. Oh, okay. Because
1: <laughs> uh, I feel like you're gonna go like so dong 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 like that. Why
0: well, don't I get the guitar hurt and okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> here's what I think of when I think of country.
1: Okay.
0: Is that way too old-timey? That's it's like It's
1: very old-timey. It's like
0: campfire. So the traditional in in country, the one here's one thing I sort of know is it's usually based around a very similar chord progression. Mhm. In this case it'd be like we could start with G. We go up to C. That's my... Like, if you held a gun to my head and said, play country, that's what I would play. Does, does that sound like country?
1: Well, it's a version of country, but the thing is, there's just so many. There's just so many... But we have to
0: pick one. Versions. I guess more like fast would be like...
1: That sounds like country,
0: but I, I like—I want it to be a little, like, sort of slowish and a little bit, like, a little bit melancholy. Like, I don't want us to be like.
1: Yeah, that's a song about somebody named like, like, Porch Soup Sally.
0: Yeah, good old Porch Soup Sally. <laughs> porch Soup Sally going around, yeah. the mayor now, <laughs> the <mayor over> here, see we're here. port soup salad (laughs) everybody knows that port soup salad she's a crazy crazy little little port soup
2: salad
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I think going a little more melon
1: like just like sweet like a tender little country song about pretty ladies and and catch up.
0: (laughs) Well, I really like that idea of like, like there are two things I'm good at, falling in love and getting my heart broken.
1: I also really love that. But what I also, let me just say this. I feel like I've never heard a, a, a country song about vegan delights. Yeah. Like... Like singing about tofu pups with my best girl, Larry.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Or is so is that here's, two
1: on the nose for, for us?
0: Uh. No, I love the idea of a, a vegan country western song. But I also love the idea of trying to do something that's a little earnest. It's a little sweet.
1: Okay. Uh, earnest is rarely my go-to, but I can yeah. get there. I can do that. So,
0: so, so here's my suggestion. Okay, we we'll okay. start with this chord. And then, so one thing if we're going, the next obvious chord is to go either here.
1: Ooh! Whoa!
0: We could go to a slightly unconventional but still very pretty A minor seventh chord. What do you think?
1: I love it. I love it so much. Is it
0: country? Is that, I mean, is I it sort of like co- country folk?
1: I mean, maybe the country just comes from the lyrics and vocals.
0: Okay. I mean, I think of like...
1: Because that is country, but it's it's a more like... It's a kind of like laid back, maybe poppier ballady country. And that's great. I think that's great. I say this having very little familiarity with anything other than like listening to Garth Brooks in the backseat of my parents' car. So... You know, for all the country music lovers out there, I'm sorry, I'm not doing us justice.
0: Wait, I'm, I'm I, I mean,
1: I love that. I to me, this is so beautiful.
0: Because also, so what we're gonna do is we're also gonna add a slide guitar. Part.
1: How does that work?
0: Okay, so the song we just did was in G. We could also have it be an E, do a very similar thing where it's like.
1: That's very pretty.
0: Okay, so then slide would be. I'm, and I'm gonna—we're gonna have to fake it because real country slide is pedal steel slide, which I don't know how to play. That's a complicated, whole other instrument. So here, let me—is
1: pedal slide kind of like um, uh, what is the instrument in churches? Big horn, horn piano, organ, organ, <laughs> yeah,
0: big horn
1: piano. <laughs> um, is a pedal steel like uh, an organ? Like in the way it functions with the way you play the pedals? Is that how it works?
0: Uh, I don't know because I've never played pedal steel. All I know is it's complicated. But so like. (laughs) So what I did is I just tuned up one of the strings, so it's a chord. So I've got like the E on my low E, and then the upper three strings are G sharp, B and E, which makes it an E major. But then you slide. Then A.
1: most amazing thing I've ever seen <laughs> it sounds so cool it's like you're a magician I say this every time we do this but damn I, the things that you're able to do musically continually shock me
0: um, so <laughs> when I first moved to LA did I ever tell you the story about David Lynch and the slide guitar I'm not sure okay so I moved to LA and I got invited to have Christmas at David Lynch's house because we had become friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, what a wonderful way to be introduced to Los Angeles, (laughs) like having Christmas at David Lynch's house. And I was like, you know what, if I'm having Christmas with David Lynch at David Lynch's house, I have to get him a great present. And David is obsessed with guitars. He loves guitars, but he doesn't know how to play guitar. So I went to a music store in Santa Monica and I bought what's called a Hawaiian guitar. And a Hawaiian guitar is like a regular guitar, but smaller, and you only play it with a slide. So you don't—anybody can play them.
1: That's what—some notes that you were playing toward the high end sounded very Hawaiian.
0: Yeah, so Hawaiian guitars are just slide guitars. And I gave him this guitar, and boy, oh boy, was it worth it. Because (laughs) it was this beautiful vintage, like probably from like the 50s or 60s, like Hawaiian slide guitar guitar. And his eyes lit up, and he mm. was so taken. He was like, oh, my. And then a, a few months later, uh, some magazine did a profile of him, and in all the photos, he's playing his Hawaiian slide guitar that I gave him.
1: Oh, my God, that's amazing. It was very
0: sweet. So, yeah, so, um, and then, I, well, I tuned back down to normal, because now it would be minor. And Scary
1: slide. Emotional, what's gonna happen? Whoa, that's fun!
0: And I don't—that—that's definitely not country. Country is sweet and pretty, and we want to go. We want to stay sweet and. Yeah,
1: pretty. Yeah, we want to stay sweet and pretty. We're talking about we're talking about falling in love and heartbreak. We're really smashing two together, and maybe I'll even talk about the simple things. And maybe we'll just do a country song that talks about everything country songs talk about.
0: So, tempo-wise, we can go very sweet and slow, which is like.
1: But like a tiny bit faster than that. Yeah. Yeah. That does that feel good to you when you play that like that? Cause that feels like it really moves a little bit, but not too fast. It's still thoughtful. It's still. You can you can kind of chew on it.
0: Okay, so that's so the tempo will be roughly that.
1: I like that a lot.
0: And there was this one folk singer I loved, and he did this really pretty chord thing that I kind of wanted to borrow slash steal, but it's maybe more folky. So it's this... Tell me what you think. If I can... Tell me if I should include this little... Okay, I'll just play it. So you're playing G. (laughs) G. Or is that too bob Dylany, like too folky?
1: It's a it's folky for sure, but it's also really beautiful. I don't know. I really like it, even though it is folky.
0: Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Or rather I'm sorry, I'm not be trying to be all pedantic and controlling. Here's what I suggest. <laughs> okay. Is I this evening work on the music. Okay. And then tomorrow, I'll play you what I've come up with. Okay. And maybe tonight as well, you could sketch out some lyric ideas.
1: I've got some stuff swirling in the old noodle. The old brain pan? Yeah, my brain pan's swirling.
0: Okay, so tonight I'm going to take these three-slash-four simple chords and I'll make something that is my approximation of country and you can tell me, oh, that's more folk, that's more rock. It doesn't need we'll figure it out. Okay. So I won't get too attached to what I do tonight and I'll play you my rough country demo tomorrow and you can maybe share some lyrics.
1: Okay, great. I'm excited about it.
0: Okay, great. Okay, so day two of country-western song-making from scratch. I, last night, tried to take what we discussed and turn it into the beginnings of a song. Okay, um, And right. I believe, based on what you've told me, that you also, you wrote... Lyrics.
1: Well, some here's what I did. I I wrote the beginnings of lyrics because I wasn't really sure which direction to take. I have a favorite, but we do have options.
0: Okay, uh, with bagel <laughs> squeaking in the background.
1: It's worth it. Please yeah. bear with us because the joy she's getting from this right now is just. Oh, beyond.
0: I yeah. There's no way I would even consider trying to edit this out it's, or
1: take the ball away. We just no, can't.
0: That sound is just bagel completely focused and happy.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the sound of anxiety leaving a tiny blog body.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so can I play you the music I came up with? Yeah. And also just, I just want to qualify it a little bit. I, as I mentioned yesterday, don't really understand country. I did, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but last night I went onto the Spotify machine and I listened, wow, oh, she's really
1: I'm really squeaking. going for it. Um,
0: I listened to some old Country, okay, like Merle Haggard, Dolly Parton, um, Buck. That up, there was know. a playlist on Spotify that was tons of old country, and I went and listened to it just to sort of get a sense of like what what am I working with here? Because, yeah. but I don't know if I've if I've come up with something that a country person would consider country, or if I've gone more in a sort of rock direction. But I'll play it for you.
1: Country can be rocky.
0: Okay, so this is. My what I came up with yesterday, and the reason I'm being all sort of mealy-mouthed and wishy-washy about it, is (laughs) if you don't, given that you're from Texas and you grew up with country, if it doesn't resonate with you, I can go back and try and rewrite it.
1: Country's a little loose these days, man. You can kind of let your freak flag fly.
0: Okay. Well, let me, okay. So then let me play you what I came up with. Okay. Okay, we here we ready. go, and I can play individual parts, make it quieter, louder. Okay. So you'll notice.
1: Ooh.
0: You'll notice there's some slide guitar.
1: Oh, slip sliding away.
0: <laughs> um, um,
1: the slide guitar is very good and fun. Thank you. Now that we've, I I really hear the like tropical Hawaiian and the slide guitar. Now that we talked about it the other day yesterday
0: so, so that was the chorus here's the verse with a little quieter slide guitar
1: this is verse
0: yep and i have also i added a little gospel organ here if you hear that um and then there's a bass Um, and then here's, so I added a little middle, a pre-chorus. You ready? Here's the pre-chorus. Okay. Just a little, like, where's it going? Okay. And now we're back to the chorus. Also, I did something a little weird. I added this weird piano. Can I play the, the weird piano? It's oh, a yeah. player piano. Ooh. Like an old-timey saloon. I love it. Hey, we're in an old-timey saloon playing poker with the Clancy boys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so that's my does the, I mean,
1: I love this. I love this. My only my only question would be if we wanted to make it a tiny click faster Do we have the ability to do that?
0: Uh, I would have to go back and rewrite it.
1: Oh, then let's keep it the tempo that it is. Because I I just didn't know how that works. Um, I think it's great. I love it. I think all of the instruments are great. I think the slide guitar sounds great. I love Tiny Saloon Piano. It's so good. Um, I love this. I love it. With
0: the Tiny Saloon Piano. Um, Here, let me just... I'm just going to mute the drums and the organ and the non-fun stuff. So we just have saloon piano and slide guitar. That's ridiculous, right?
1: It sounds like the last two people that are up and drunk and they're in a bar and they're like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, might as well keep drinking because otherwise she's got to wake up at some point, so the blackjack cards and blackjack cards. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> okay. I love it.
0: Okay, well great. So, I
1: love it, actually like deeply love.
0: Okay. Well that's encouraging. Thank you. So let's um now take a look or listen to your lyrics.
1: Okay. Your music is so much better than my lyrics. Mm. I feel like I need to do a little bit of more work on my lyrics. But I just I mostly just wanted to have something on paper so that we could talk about which direction I'm gonna go in.
0: Great. So I got my guitar out so we can sort of play. So here's This isn't what I just played you, but this is sort of like. This is the chorus. This is
1: verse.
0: Chorus and verse are the same. Oh. So what we got here, so... Hands out the window. Yeah. Of your faded navy truck. I'm sweating like a cold beer. I don't drink, but I'm drunk.
1: I don't like this pre-chorus, I, I decided.
0: Well, we haven't gotten to the... So we're still in the verses.
1: Oh, so should I repeat this so there should be two? But maybe it could be... You. I sort of
0: like this simplicity. So I've got this second idea of yours, which is a simple life... Not much to do. Just finding love. And losing it too. That's nice.
1: Yeah, that is nice.
0: And then, so you had written as a pre-chorus, I'm on fire. I can't decipher. <laughs> I don't know if we need the. Deci- I mean, it's kind decipher of. Decipher
1: is not a great word, but basically, I just wanted it to. The first idea that I have is kind of about a struggle with anxious, avoidant relationships. And then the second one is kind of more about s- someone who is kind of always falling in and out of love. Um, and then the last one is kind of a, a gambling metaphor.
0: <laughs> well, so I, for what it's worth, I'm really liking what we just like that, that the, simple, the simple lyrics. Mm, the simple life. Not much to do. Or is this too minimal? Right. Just finding love. Losing it too. It's pretty. Well, I'm just good at a few little things. Falling in love, it's flying in grief. There are no more words, <laughs> which but might boots be good words. <laughs>
2: Grass and ladies Ketchup and cups
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Okay, I mean, I Personally, I think that feels pretty nice What do you think? Okay, okay, now let's try those earlier lyrics Hands out the window Of your faded truck I'm sweating like a cold beer I don't drink, but I'm drunk this, I just did the same. Uh, I just same, same lyrics, lyrics repeated.
1: Can we try the chorus with those words? I wonder if that sounds okay. You think it's too many words?
0: Well, there's one thing you said yesterday that I really liked, which was that I'm only good at two things. You said I'm only good at three things. You said, like, falling in love, getting my heart broken, and eating snacks. So maybe we narrow it down to two things.
1: Well, this, the second one kind of does that. But
0: I like that as a, personally as a literal line. Something about, like, you know, I'm only good at two things... One is falling in love. And the other is getting my heart broken. Something like that. Obviously, that's lyrically a little awkward.
1: Well, I tried to say that with the I'm just good at two things, falling in love and flying in grief.
0: Flying in grief is pretty...
1: Well, I was just trying to find what's the opposite of falling yeah. into love. And so I just kind of did a little flipsy-do. A verbal flipsy-do. But I can still keep th- th- keep thinking about that because if we like this kind of um, structure, I can just keep going on this and give us a bunch of options to choose from. Okay. And we can um we can just find the ones that work best. And I'll just make a smattering and follow this kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just good. Add a few little things. Falling in love. By the way, Flying in Grief, if we end up with Flying in Grief, I think that's a really nice, poetic, good, strong lyric. I think, I just think something that's a little more. Um like it has like a little like emotional knife twist to it.
1: But this pain has wings.
0: No, because um,
1: you said you wanted something that rhymes with things.
0: I know, or, or but I mean, because grief sort of feels like it doesn't rhyme with things, but it does it have a similar yeah. it has the e. I'm just good at a few little things: falling in love uh, and saying
1: no to beef
0: and. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, and and I wish I mean it's like and breaking my heartstrings and you know
1: and the way love stings
0: that's not bad yeah but it's a not I just it doesn't I
1: don't know. really make sense um, but
0: I think you're in the right direction I'm gonna um yeah I, and I'm I'm not trying to bully us into this direction I just really when you said that yesterday like I'm only good at two things well I'm excluding snacks. Uh, <laughs> The falling in love and getting my heart broken—I just really like that. But do you want? We don't have to. We can go in any direction. No, I'm, I
1: like it. I think. I think also something you're leaning toward is like the simpler lyric because the other lyrics, like if you look at the chorus here, it's the, pretty complicated. It's, it's a lot of words. And but I let me. Feel like but let's try
0: try it out just sure, to. Sure. It's your faraway gaze indecipherable face indecipherable is a very awkward word to sing i can't tell what's down or up tender mistakes a cold embrace you're miles away but i'm stuck i mean that's if we've lost indecipherable...
1: Indecipherable is really a tough one.
0: Because the other stuff could actually be done quite simply and nice.
1: Because I kind of... The, the other one um, of finding love and, uh, you know, falling in love, it feels more general, but this one is about a person. But maybe I could combine them somehow.
0: I mean, that... so. Here, do you want to try singing it? Okay, so yes. which note? Okay, here's a, a starting note. could be this. Far away gaze. It's your far, away gaze. It's
1: your far away gaze. It's your far away gaze. I can't tell what's down or up. tender mistake something like that
0: yeah your voice is great
1: cold embrace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're miles away but that feels like it's very repetitive should it go up from there I, you like that? I think
0: I I love this. I think the sentiment there is quite like there's something about faraway gaze. I think is pretty tender. Mistakes is pretty
1: cold embrace. I love your miles away, but I'm lo- I like your miles away. I'm not in love with I'm love struck and love-struck I'm love struck is an awkward. I'm word. not in love with I can't tell what's down or up, so this can change.
0: So okay, I'm gonna leave you. To figure out lyrically what you wanna do. Will
1: that be the same, sound the same as the chorus?
0: Yeah, so it's basically the verse is quiet GDC. Okay. And the chorus is. Louder GDC,
1: so maybe it's just like an octave change or something. Well,
0: in vocally, vocally, there's a. I wouldn't worry about it. We can. There's so many things we can do. Like the player piano only comes in in the choruses. Mm. There's a guitar part that only comes in the choruses. So there's lots of ways to build the chorus that doesn't involve like even changing melodies. You can just add harmony lines. You can add orchestration. I've got symbols in the chorus that aren't in the. Okay. Stuff that you wouldn't even necessarily you wouldn't notice. But that's where like I think I've mentioned this before, like the Neil Young approach to songwriting is the choruses are the exact same as the verses, just with some different stuff going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I've got so many ideas now. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay then I'm gonna I'm gonna go hit stop on the Pro Tools okay. and uh Yeah, and then I'll export the music for you so you can write to it. Okay, great. Okay, so we're back again, and Lindsay, yesterday after you left, I tried out your lyrics, and I sang them over the rough version of the song, and added some sort of vocal melody and phrasing, and what I'd really like to do is at some point record you singing. Okay. But first, do you want to hear the sort of vocal melody, phrasing approach that I did?
1: I, yeah, I would love that.
0: Okay, here, so I will start playing the music. Sparts playing. Spark, I'll start playing the music. And pretty soon you will hear my vocal idea come in. I'm feeling a little embarrassed, but hopefully it's okay.
1: No, I'm very excited.
0: Okay, well, just to state the obvious, so that's music that's playing. I love it. Uh, and here comes.
1: Ooh, testing that, Mikey.
0: Here, here comes some vocals. Simple life.
1: <gasps> Country boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: much to do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so that's me singing some words just that you wrote. Isn't it too? Made it kind of austere and sad. Oh, I like and
1: here's it. Here's like
0: the little middle eight that is right now not really doing much of anything, just me mumbling, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then we come to the chorus. Well, I'm just good.
1: Ooh! Doing two things. That little uh, piano, the kind of like.
0: The honky tonk piano?
1: Twangy honky piano is so good.
0: When I was a young one I only learned two things To get high on love And the pain it brings You want to go back to the verse? I wonder why A little love and leave What do we think so far?
1: I'm so obsessed with it, I could die.
0: Okay. Um, There goes my pride and what do we say? I mean, lyrically, it's obviously pretty straightforward.
1: It's pretty straightforward. I do have a couple of ideas. That Here's are the kind middle eight running...
0: that doesn't really do anything. Yeah, mumbly, 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 mumbly. Doesn't.
1: Yeah, no, I like, I like yearn. The word yeah. yearn. I really love. Ooh, it's so fun. <laughs> <Fine and green>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think that Ever so.
0: since I was a young one I only learned two things to get high on love and the pain it brings. Don't,
1: don't, 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 don't.
0: <laughs> well I'm just good doing two things that's fallen in love and flying and green. Ever since I was a young one I only learned two things To get high on love And the pain it brings Okay, so now the music has stopped, the vocal idea has stopped, and let's discuss.
1: First of all, I love it. I love what you did musically and with the phrasing. I think it's so fun. Um... So, I love it. There's just a few little things, like tiny tweaks I would change. Okay. So, in the chorus, we say things in love twice. So, I was thinking, we can get away with saying love twice, but I don't think things is necessarily our strongest word to use two times. So, I was thinking for the second part of the chorus to say, since I was young, longed for the sting, getting high on love and the pain it brings. Doesn't that feel nice?
0: Okay, so, what, what what's the what's the first... Chorus again. I don't quite remember. The
1: first one is I'm just good at doing two things, falling in love, falling in grief. Since I was young, long for the sting getting high on love and the pain it brings. Okay, great. <gasps> Does you know, that feel look, fun? I just yeah. feel like it changes things is hard to say two times.
0: Yeah, um, it felt weird, but it also I think that there can be a degree of creative license. Like if even though saying things twice is a little awkward. If that's what feels right, then we can do that.
1: Yeah, I just, I love the word stings. Yeah. And I feel like it has a place in there. Uh, like long for the sting. Uh, like, I just feel like yeah. that feels a little Great. more like emotionally narrative. And then for the middle eight, I thought maybe just just saying this heart it yearns slowly and easily throughout that middle eight section. Yeah. Because we don't say heart or yearns throughout. And I feel like the song really needs the word heart and the word yearns. So let's just get those little suckers in there at the last minute sneak it in and that's all everything else I think is so wonderful
0: okay so one question I had was a little more general okay okay because originally I said like I don't have history with country music yeah and my assumption is you do because you were you know you grew up in Texas you grew up in Georgia like yeah so, I've got so, a lot
1: of country going on in, yeah. the, in the background
0: um I mean you actually have family members who voted for Trump like I feel like multiple yeah <laughs> And then I grew up in Connecticut, you know, born in New York, grew up in Connecticut, but I actually have a weird history with country of my own. Okay. More recently, I, I did a song on, on the album um, Reprise with Chris Christofferson. Mm-hmm. And the way I met Chris Christofferson was about, I guess, 15 years ago, I was playing a fundraiser for the Institute of Music and Neurologic Function. And he agreed to be a guest, which I thought was very generous of him because mm-hmm. I'd never actually met him. And we played some songs together. And we played Me and Bobby McGee, the famous song that Jens Joplin recorded that he wrote. I and didn't was, know he wrote that song. Yeah. And it was one of those m- amazing moments. I was like, wow, I've sung Heroes with David Bowie. I've sung Walk on the Wild Side with Lou Reed. And now I've sung Me and Bobby McGee with Chris Christopherson. Crazy. So that's my more recent self-involved slight country history. Although most people know Chris Christopherson because he was in the Blade movies.
1: What was he in Blade movies?
0: I think he was like, like Wesley Snipes' Handler.
1: Whoa, cool.
0: But in any case, I remembered when I was growing up, my mom dated a pedal steel guitar player. Whoa. And so he played in a country band. And I don't know if this was good parenting or not, but my mom would we would drive all around New England going to bars, honky tonk bars when I was like six or seven years old to see her boyfriend play pedal steel with this country western band. Eventually, he stole a bunch of stuff from her and moved out, but he left his records. And so I got to I grew up listening to his records. But one of the sad parts was, and I thought this was normal. I remember in therapy, I was telling my therapist this, that like we'd be in a bar somewhere in New England, some honky tonk bar, and it would start to get late. And my mom, I would be like, oh, mom, I'm tired. And she'd be like, oh, okay, here are the car keys. And I would go sleep in the car. (gasps) And I saw this as the most normal thing in the world. Like, oh, kid's tired. He goes to sleep in the car in the parking lot at some dive bar in New England. Turns out that's maybe not normal.
1: I um I can see how today that CPS would be called pretty quickly <laughs> on a child sleeping in a car outside of a bar.
0: Because the mom is in the Are drinking beer while her vaguely homeless pedal steel guitar playing boyfriend plays Johnny Cash covers.
1: I mean, yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. It's a little, it's not normal. Okay. So maybe you have negative feelings about country music because... No, I
0: actually like country music. I like old school country music like because I thought, and maybe we're really going down a rabbit hole that has nothing to do with this song. When I was growing up, my criteria for evaluating well-being was simply, was my mom happy or angry? Mm. You know, so as long as she was happy, I felt okay. And so if I was going to sleep in a car in a parking lot of a dive bar when I was six years old, my mom was happy. So I was like, oh, I guess this is okay. Whoa. As opposed to if she was making cereal and she was angry like that was bad.
1: Yeah. So cereal for breakfast, bad.
0: Cereal for breakfast, good. Cereal for breakfast served by an angry person smoking cigarettes, bad. Yeah, that's bad. But like, you know, a happy drunk mom saying, yeah, sure, here are the keys, go sleep in the car in the winter. You know, hindsight, I was like, yeah, maybe Child Protective Services would have a dim view of that. (laughs) But I thought it was fine because she was happy. So I just would go sleep in the car.
1: And also, it's like we do what our parents tell us to do, and we're like, "Oh, well, they're the adult, so they yep. know. They know what's right and wrong. Clearly, they're the grown up." Uh, and turns now... out that's not always true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, expecting like a twenty-six-year-old person to be that much of a grown up is maybe. I mean, they're they're a twenty-six-year-old is a child.
1: Yeah, a twenty-six-year-old is a child. I feel like. I think there's a way that parents are a little more hovery than they used to be, a little more conscious. And sometimes I think that's bad. But when you tell me stories like that, I think it's really good. (laughs) I mean, considering that's the alternative.
0: It is amazing. Now we're really going down a complete weird tangential rabbit hole. How like I was growing up in the 70s and everything we did was horrible and unsafe. Like cars didn't have seatbelts, parents drove high and drunk and smoking cigarettes all the time. All the food we ate was just garbage and bike helmets didn't even exist. Like so you would be like six years old riding your bike for miles at dark in a snowstorm like getting sleeted on with no helmet. How did any of us survive?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, there's also a case I was just reading something about. I think The Atlantic put something out about how kids used to learn that way. Kids used to be able not from like the lack of safety measures, like obviously we should have seatbelts and helmets. But, you know, I think that no child goes out without supervision anymore. It's very rare that they are able to explore by themselves with like a sense of individuality.
0: It does seem like when, when, at least when I, and again, I don't know if this was the case when you were growing up, but when I was growing up, we just left the house. Like on a Saturday, you'd leave the house at nine in the morning. you come home at nine at night when you were seven years old. And you would explore, like you'd find abandoned buildings or you'd break into the school or... Or you'd
1: go dig a hole. Yeah. You know, sometimes we just go dig a hole.
0: You'd just go set things on fire. You yeah. like, Everything was... <laughs> and there were but this was just normal there was never that question like you you know you go nine, find
1: snacks at somebody's house their parents yeah. gives you a snack you go back out you go back wherever you need to go and yeah.
0: i i don't know if that exists anymore like do, are kids still allowed to ride their bikes to abandoned houses and go exploring i
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think it's less common than it once Hmm.
0: was. I'll just say that. Well, I'm glad that I survived. Me too. But I'm glad that I grew up at a time when you could just get on your bike with your friends and ride for three miles when you're seven years old to discover an abandoned house. Mm -hmm. So it was so much fun. Yeah. So, okay. That is... A profoundly long tangent but how about <laughs> uh, we will now record your vocals. My and box. Your vox and we will because uh, it might take a minute and so I've, my thought is If you want, we could document the process of you recording your vocals, but it might be easier and more comfortable for you if we just record your vocals and then play people your finished vocals.
1: Yeah, I think that makes more sense. It's like, you know, they don't need to hear the recording of the recording. They'll hear the recording.
0: Okay, so we'll use my vocal as a guide vocal and we'll record your vocals and we'll be back in one second with your finished vocals. Great. So we recorded your vocals and then I took your vocals and last night while well, you and bagel were out being social
2: mm-hmm.
0: I stayed home as I like to do and I I think I finished the song okay so I I arranged everything and I did what I think is a finished mix like I'm not a great mixer so someone else could definitely make it better but I think I've got it to the point where it's a listenable finished mix okay and the only thing so at the very end for drama you'll hear i added some orchestral parts which seemed a little weird because like it's country western like you don't normally think of orchestral elements in a country western song
1: i wouldn't say that i don't oh i mean not that i've heard it necessarily but it sounds like a nice thing
0: It just, I think towards the end of the song, it gives it like an emotional lift when all of a sudden there's this new sonic element that comes in.
1: Amazing. I think that's so exciting.
0: Okay, so as we did last time, should we just play it without talking and just listen? And So like our friends who are listening can listen as well. Yes. And then when it's done, you can tell me what you think. If I did an okay job arranging it and everything.
1: What do you think about it?
0: I really like it. Really? It's so catchy. Like last night as I was... Lying in bed, battling my crippling insomnia. It's very catchy. Like the chorus, I just couldn't get the chorus out of my head. Really? Yeah. Like earworm chorus.
1: That's great. It's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Okay, so enough <sighs> enough my yapping.
1: Enough my yapping.
0: Let me uh play you what I think of is we'll call it like a finished mix that someone else could finish better, but I think for the purposes of our listening and playing it for other people, it's it's pretty good.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> it sounds really good i love the orchestral part at the end too and you made my voice sound like a real voice
0: (laughs) (laughs) well so not to make you feel uncomfortable oh god but your country western voice is great like like (gasps) everyone just heard how good it is okay so originally i thought okay we'll both sing on it like you'll we'll have a duet I'll maybe do some harmony parts, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But then I was working on it yesterday and I was like, wow, your country voice. I mean, your voice is great, but like your country voice is so good that i was like i don't want to why why add my inbred new england <laughs> old guy voice to it when it just sounded all it sounded great already
1: The whole time i was expecting your voice to come in and it just never did no nope. wow yeah,
0: why, i mean like you have this great voice you're from texas the song is really lovely you wrote the words why would i intrude upon that
1: Wow, thanks. That's really nice. (laughs) I just I mean, the music that you put together feels so distinctly country, but also I love that you added the orchestral bit at the end because it kind of feels like you got to put a bit of your stamp on it in a way. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I wanted to give it a little emotional lift because the chorus does repeat a bunch of times. Mm
1: -hmm. It does give it some, it changes it up a little bit.
0: I mean, if we were working on this more, I would do a lot more to it like I would add a gospel choir who could come in different instruments etc you know, like maybe not orchestral stuff but I thought at you know late last night as I was finishing I was like you know what let me just add some quick orchestral parts that will give it that soaring emotional lift at the end
1: I love it it does soar it makes me think that because you're so good at this you should start a country band called mo boots mo boots
0: yeah no I heard you <laughs> <laughs> i was just trying to i was like like very quickly trying to process i was like okay is that better than i think it is and i just don't get it because it's it's not really a pun but it sort of is a like and also i don't know if mo boots is an expression like so it's sort of like just the first part of my name with the word boots yeah added to yeah it. Okay. like cowboy boots but a portmanteau of... mo boot and Okay.
1: <laughs> I just really like it personally.
0: Okay. What a great idea.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's very generous.
0: So, okay. So that's the song. Uh, we started a couple days ago and now it's finished. And I love this process of starting from scratch and writing songs.
1: It's really fun to do.
0: Yeah. You're really
1: good at that, at doing it fast. It's amazing how fast you put that stuff together. It's crazy to me.
0: Well, I've been making music for a long time.
1: I know, but still, it's just like unbelievable the speed Hmm. with which you are able to do it, whether, I mean, yes, it's because you've been doing it for so long, but it still is very impressive to me.
0: Well, thanks. Uh, So I guess we should say goodbye now.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say thank you to listening, dear listener, because we really, really enjoy making these for you. And I also want to thank Jonathan Nezvadba, who edits these um, MobyPod episodes and does such a wonderful job, and we're very grateful for him.
0: To that end, I wonder if Jonathan's going to have a hard time with this episode.
1: Why? Because he's in Texas and it's country.
0: I mean, he grew up differently because he grew up singing like Catholic church music and listening to the Beatles, but he still is. He's grew up in Texas. He currently lives in Texas. I wonder if this is going to be triggered So, Jonathan, we're sorry if this is triggering, or if he's just completely taken aback because he's like, "Oh, this is not country. You can't add these." (laughs) So, in any case, Jonathan, thank you for editing what might be a triggering song in a triggering genre. I mean, look, it's
1: not country; it's Mo' Boots. No, please, (laughs) it makes Um, me so
0: uncomfortable. Like. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. So thanks, Jonathan. You're amazing. And then I also want to thank Human Content, who distributes this podcast out into the world. Um, and I also want to thank Bagel for being very careful with chewing that sweet potato treat earlier because I was yeah. scared and she did a good job. And I also want to say thank you to Moby for being prolific and magical when it comes to musical things.
0: Uh, and thanks, Lindsay, for writing great lyrics and having a phenomenal, surprisingly phenomenal country western voice.
1: Thanks. That's really fun. Nice.
0: And because you were, you said you were scared before recording your vocals.
1: Yeah, I was. Well, because I never know if it's gonna be sound good or anything. (laughs) Because sometimes I get scared, nervous, and then like sounds don't come out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, I I experience that sometimes, or like you don't know wit, like you just get stuck in between notes and mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Well and there's stuff like I know very well there's things I'm not very good at like sometimes I get pitchy and I don't match notes and I cannot do do harmonies and so I just I know my limitations but I feel like that worked out really well I guess I found yep. my niche.
0: You sounded great and the last thing I just want to say is because we love writing these songs from scratch in different genres please give us suggestions about what genres we should tackle next because i'd like to do this every few months just like pick a new genre based on a suggestion like this one came from brando in Mm -hmm. portland Mm -hmm. so let's see who suggests the next genre
1: okay great um email us your genre suggestions to mobipod at mobi.com and we will read your message and send you one back